0: And 145 dollars a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro dot co slash snoozecast.
1: snoozecast the podcast designed to help you fall asleep find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on instagram at snoozecast to find behind the scenes content if you'd like to get an email once a week with upcoming sleep stories and other news subscribe to the newsletter at snoozecast.com and if you enjoy our show please write a review on the apple podcasts app also share us with a friend. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Vanilla Extract. Tonight, we'll read the section on baking cookies from Women's Institute Library of Cookery, Volume 4, written by the Women's Institute of Domestic Arts and Sciences. This is the same set of cookbooks Snoozecast's Time episode draws from the Woman's Institute was founded by Mary Brooks Picken in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Born in Kansas in 1886, Picken wrote the first dictionary to be published by a woman in the English language beyond the over 100 other books she wrote. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Cookies are of two general classes. Those which are made thick, and are expected to be soft when they are served, and those which are thin, and are intended to be crisp and brittle when eaten. Thin, crisp cookies are usually known as wafers or snaps. Soft cookies are made from a dough that contains a little more liquid that used for brittle cookies the dough of which both varieties are made should be thick enough to remove from the mixing bowl in a lump and roll out on a board after being rolled until it is the desired thickness it is cut into pieces of any desired size and shape and baked in the oven on large flat pans the ingredients used in the making of cookies are similar to those used for drop cakes with the exception of the amount of flour in fact any cookie mixture that is made a little more moist by omitting some of the flour may be used for drop cakes More flour is needed in cooking mixtures because they must be of a certain thickness in order to be rolled out successfully. The amount of flour needed varies with the kind that is used. More of some varieties of this ingredient being required than of others. It is usually advisable to add the last cup of flour with caution. If the mixture seems to be getting stiff before all the flour is added, what is not needed should be omitted. But if it does not become stiff enough to handle, more should be added. Considerable variety exists in the shortening that may be used in cookie mixtures. If desired, butter may be used, but for most cookies, it is not at all necessary that the shortening consist entirely of butter, and for some, no butter at all is required. Other fats and oils, such as lard, crisco, lard compound, butterine, and any other tasteless shortening may be substituted for all or part of the butter. Any of the following cookie recipes that contain butter do so because that particular cookie or cake is better when made with butter, but if desired, some other fat may be used for a part or all of it. In case merely shortening is mentioned, Any fat or mixture of fats preferred may be used. The combining of the ingredients in cookie mixtures need give the home cook very little concern, for it is accomplished in much the same way as for cup and drop cakes. When all of them have been combined, a dough that is stiff enough to handle And still not so stiff that it is tough should be formed the chief precaution to be taken in the making of all kinds of cookies is to avoid getting too much flour into the mixture to produce the best results the mixture should be so soft that it is difficult to handle A good plan is to allow it to become very cold for then it will be much stiffer and may be handled more easily therefore after the dough has been mixed it is well to set it in a refrigerator or some other cool place and let it stand for several hours Before attempting to roll it in fact a cookie mixture may be made in the evening and allowed to stand until the next morning before being rolled out and baked as can readily be understood such procedure is possible with a stiff mixture like that for cookies while it would not be practical with a thin mixture such as cake batter because the gas that is formed by the leavening agent would escape from a mixture that is not thick and the cake, after being baked, would have no lightness. With the dough ready to be rolled, divide it Into amounts of a size that can be handled conveniently at one time take one of these from the bowl and place it on a well floured board work it with the fingers into a flat round piece using a little flour on the fingers during this process Dust the top lightly with flour and, by means of a rolling pin, roll the dough into a flat piece that is as nearly round as possible. Continue rolling with a short, light stroke until the dough is as thin as desired. Remember that light, careful handling Is always necessary when any kind of dough mixture is rolled on the board and that as little handling as possible is advisable skill in this respect will come with practice so the home cook need not be discouraged if she has difficulty at first for cookies quarter inch is the usual thickness of the dough after it is rolled but for snaps or wafers the dough should be rolled as thin as possible. If the dough is as moist as it should be it may be necessary from time to time to dust the top with flour as the rolling continues. However, no more flour should be used than is needed to keep the rolling pin from sticking. Otherwise, the dough will become too thick and the cookies will be tough and dry. When the dough has been rolled until it is of the right thickness, cut it in the manner that uses cookie cutters of any desired size and shape. There are heart, round, diamond, and star shapes that are most commonly used. They are merely strips of tin bent into a particular shape and attached to a handle for convenience in using. In cutting the dough, try to cut it to the best possible advantage, leaving as little space between the cookies as possible. Very often, as, for instance, when diamond-shaped cookies are being cut, the line of one may be the exact line of the one next to it, and thus, no dough need be left between the cookies. However, a certain amount of dough necessarily remains after all the cookies that can be made out of the piece of rolled dough have been cut. Put these scraps together, and set them aside until all the fresh dough has been rolled. Then, put them together carefully. Roll them out again, and cut the piece thus formed into cookies, just as the others were cut. Some persons are in the habit of working these scraps in with the next piece of dough that is rolled out, but this is not a good practice, for by the time they are rolled on the board a second time, more flour will be worked into them than into the dough with which they were put, and the texture will not be the same. Have a cookie sheet or other large shallow pan greased and floured, and as soon as all the cookies are cut from a piece of dough, pick them up with the aid of a spatula and arrange them on the pan. Do not place them too close together, or upon baking, they will stick to one another and lose their shape. As soon as the pan is filled, set it in the oven, either directly on the bottom or on a low rack. If the temperature of the oven is correct, the cookies should begin to rise within two or three minutes After they are put into the oven. At this point, set them on a higher rack to brown on top. In this browning, they will shrink to some extent so that the finished cookies will not have so smooth an appearance as when they are placed on the top rack. When done, they should be slightly brown, and if it is found that they are too brown on top, it may be known that the oven temperature was a little too high, or perhaps that they should have had a little less time on this rack. Molasses cookies require special care. To prevent them from burning for any food containing molasses burns readily a comparatively short time is necessary for the baking of cookies but they should be left in the oven long enough to be thoroughly baked when removed with the principles of cookie making well understood. One is fully qualified to try any of the recipes that follow. As will be noted, a number of recipes are here given and so a pleasing variety may be had. Some of them are suitable for certain occasions and some for others. For instance, barley molasses cookies are very good with coffee for breakfast, while filled cookies make an excellent cake for picnic lunches. Cream cookies or vanilla wafers could be served at an afternoon tea, while sand tarts make a very good accompaniment or ice cream, or some other dainty dessert. The nature of the cookie will enable the home cook to determine when it should be served. Ginger Snaps One cup molasses One-third cup lard other shortening, a quarter cup butter, three and a quarter cup flour, half teaspoon soda, one tablespoon ginger, one teaspoon salt. Heat the molasses to boiling and pour over the shortening. Sift the dry ingredients together and add these. Cool the mixture until it is stiff and cold. Roll as thin as possible. Cut with a small round cutter. And bake in a quick oven. Being careful not to burn. vanilla wafers, third cup shortening, one cup sugar, one egg, quarter cup milk, two teaspoons vanilla, two cups flour, three teaspoons baking powder, half teaspoon salt. Cream the shortening, add the sugar and egg, and continue beating. Pour in the milk and add the vanilla. Sift the flour, baking powder, and salt into the mixture. Roll out as thin as possible. Cut with a small round cutter and bake in a hot oven. These wafers should be crisp and thin when finished. Barley Molasses Cookies. One cup molasses, half cup shortening Quarter cup milk, 2 cups wheat flour, 1 cup barley flour, 2 teaspoons ginger, 1 teaspoon soda, half teaspoon salt. Heat the molasses, pour it over the shortening, and add the milk. Sift the dry ingredients together and add to the mixture. Cool, roll about quarter inch thick. Cut and bake in a quick oven, being careful not to burn. Oatmeal Cookies One Egg Half cup sugar, quarter cup thin cream, quarter cup milk, half cup oatmeal, two cups flour, two teaspoons baking powder, one teaspoon salt, Four tablespoons melted butter. Beat the egg and add the sugar, cream, and milk. Run the oatmeal through a food chopper and mix with the flour, baking powder, and salt. Stir all into the mixture. Add the melted butter and mix thoroughly. Roll thin. Cut and bake in a quick oven. Highland Dainties Two cups flour, half cup brown sugar, three quarters cup butter, one egg yolk. Mix and sift the flour and sugar and work in the butter with the fingers. Roll out about one third inch thick and cut into any desirable shape with small cutters. Brush with the egg yolk to which has been added one teaspoonful of water. Bake in a slow oven until light brown filled cookies one cup shortening one cup sugar one egg half cup milk three cups flour three teaspoons baking powder half teaspoon salt 2 teaspoons vanilla. Cream the shortening and add the sugar gradually. Next, add the beaten egg and the milk. Sift the flour, baking powder, and salt together and add to the mixture. Add the vanilla. Roll very thin and cut into small, round, square, or diamond shapes. Spread one cookie with the following filling. Cover with the second. Press the edges together and bake in a quick oven. Filling for Cookies one cup sugar, one tablespoon flour, quarter cup boiling water, one and a quarter cups chopped raisins, three quarters cup nut meats. Mix the sugar and flour and stir them into the boiling water. Add the raisins and let cook until thick enough to spread on the cookies. Remove from the fire and add the nut meats. Cool slightly and spread. Figs or dates may be used in place of the raisins. If it is not desired to prepare a filling for the cookies... Jam makes a very good substitute. Kisses and Macaroons The varieties of small cakes known as kisses and macaroons are undoubtedly the daintiest ones that are made. Composed almost entirely of sugar, Egg whites and flavoring. They are very delicate in texture and are practically confections. Kisses do not contain any flour, but macaroons need a small amount of this ingredient, and some varieties of them contain the yolks as well as the whites of eggs. Chopped or ground nuts, coconut, and various kinds of dried or candied fruits are added to these cakes to give them variety. The mixtures of which these cakes are made are either dropped by spoonfuls or forced through a pastry bag into little mounds or rosettes on an inverted pan or a cookie sheet and then baked in a very slow oven. An oven of this kind is necessary, for the mixtures must be practically dried out in the baking. Meringues, although made of a mixture similar to that used for the kisses, are usually made in rather large, round, flat shapes, whereas kisses are smaller and are, for the most part, made in the shape of rosettes one recipe for kisses several recipes for macaroons and directions for the preparation of marguerites follow if meringues are desired The recipe for kisses may be followed, and the mixture then dropped by spoonfuls, instead of being forced through a pastry tube. Kisses or meringues. Half cup fine granulated sugar or... Half cup and two tablespoons powdered sugar. Two egg whites. Half teaspoon vanilla. Fine granulated or powdered sugar may be used for these cakes. Only fresh eggs should be employed. Separate them and beat the whites with an egg whip, beating slowly at first and more rapidly as the eggs grow stiff. When they have become very stiff, add a tablespoonful of the sugar. And continue the beating. When this has been beaten thoroughly, add another tablespoonful. And continue to add sugar in small amounts. And to beat until all has been worked in. Add the vanilla. Moisten with cold water a board that is about one inch thick. Place over it some heavy white paper and force the mixture through a pastry bag or drop by spoonfuls on the paper. Place the board containing the kisses in a very slow oven. One so slow that instead of baking the kisses will really dry them. If the oven is too warm, open the oven door slightly to prevent the temperature from rising too high. Bake until the kisses are dry and then Remove them from the oven.